what's on the calendar? What's coming up this week or people should be checking out, maybe getting tickets for? Right. Well, right on. we Go got up. Stout Fest. Fuck, the return of Goose Island Stout Fest yeah. at Clybourne. So this is um, this event took off last year, right? And then this year, um, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a fundraiser for the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild. But then Stout Fest, the winner of the, of the party, gets this massive um, trophy that looks like a fermenter tank okay. that they made two years ago. Um, this, you know, this was the uh, this was the Brewers Eve party, not Brewers Eve. This was the St. Party pa- St. Saint- Patrick's Day. This party. was the St. Patrick's Day party growing up, but then they pushed it back a little bit. Growing up, yeah. <laughs> I just everything sur- everything surrounded around like when the website started and when I started drinking beer. Right? Okay, like, <laughs> back in my wee toddler years. <laughs> uh, this has a tight list, man. It's about twenty-five breweries. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna get to see some crews like Lil Beaver, who I've never heard of, um, as well as uh, new guys like Open Outcry, and then of course some of your mainstays like Microphone, Pipeworks, Buckle Down, Spiteful, etc. Um, and then Goose Island really brings the pain, I think, when it comes to stouts, obviously. Yeah. So I think this is gonna be a good party. This is um, on the eighth. Sunday, the eighth. Yeah. This is on Sunday. Then also that day man. is Firkin Fest. Brad, what are we doing, man? You know, like if- We are going to both. We are going I'm talking about Brad. That's what we're I'm- gonna be <laughs> champions. We're also going to <laughs> I'm gonna bring the camera. We're gonna film oh, this whole this thing. Great. We'll put a little montage together and we'll kick it out. I love a, it, man. I love it. Firkin Stout Day. Whatever yeah. whatever I title yeah. it. I don't this know. is gonna be um Firkin Fest is at uh, River North uh, not Emporium, yeah. headquarters. Um, yeah, so that is all Firkins, 40 of them. They're going to rare beer giveaway. That's like a $40 ticket. Um, that's, a, that's a proper Sunday right there. But. Yeah. Uh, I, um, I don't know the times of both of these off my top of my head. They both start at noon. They both start at noon. So I'm feeling like we start Firkin Fest. Really? I thought you'd go the other way. Uh, nah. Okay. Start Firkin Fest, okay. then go to Stout Fest. Because Stout Fest, there's less... You'll get in less trouble, maybe, at Stout Fest. There's less beers. Brazzy, uh, brake pedal. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I would be the gas pedal. I would say the other way, but I'm, down, like, I'm down for this um, if you, Most people, anyone who's <laughs> listening or watching, you're not going to do both. You're going to pick one. Right. You're going to go and go hard at one. But Firkin beers, right. they, they are, they're good and interesting at some point you're kind of spent on it, right? Yeah, and I think like to be honest, like if we're gonna if we're gonna appreciate these Firkins for what they are, we should probably have them up front. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go to Stout Fest and land at this other one at two PM and be like Right. And that's the mess. many Firkins all often have flavors like curry and weird yeah. peppers. So your palate's gonna be wrecked. So then you can come to Stout Fest that are bigger, bolder flavors that are going to you're going to taste. You're going to be able to like feel them out a little bit. So that's point. that's my thought. If you're if you're like it, us and you're going to do both, start for a confess. It makes sense. Now that we've discussed it <laughs> in full, it makes total sense. Yeah. So those are both this weekend. Those are the two biggest parties this weekend. Mhm. Yeah. Um, it's a bummer that they're both on the same day, but yeah, it's fucked up. Sometimes it just happens, right? They yeah. don't People can't. You can't plan for that. They're two different organizations. They don't know what's happening somewhere else. And Stout Fest keeps getting moved around. So this one's on. This one's on Clybourne or 
guild or whatever you want to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Cool. So, but yeah, those are the two big fests this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we are getting more word about Illinois Craft Beer Week. Yes. So the good folks over at the Hop Review announced their Ultra Fest is going to be on uh, May 19th, which uh-huh. is Thursday, which used to be the date of the closing ceremony. Ever since I've been attending uh, Craft Beer Week locally, Thursday was always a kickoff for yeah. uh, that day. But now it's going to be Friday, the 20th, which is the day before Dark Lord Day on Saturday. And yeah, so so I guess first off, they're ultra fresh. It's an event where the beers are brewed. Keg, like, yeah, kegged, keg, kegged or bottled. Kegged or, or they're packaged within five days of the Five event. days, okay. Yeah, so it's like a uber local showcase of uber fresh beer. Okay. Yeah, I hate the word uber. I'm like, hyper. Hyper. Hyper local celebration of fresh beer okay we should get those guys on get them to come over here talk about ultra fresh talk about what they're doing yeah. we mentioned the hop review we know a lot of people who probably listen to us also check out the hop review so yeah let's get on let's do a collaboration talk I'm down about with their that. event i'm done with that yeah and then like they can kind of walk us through because this is the um at least the second year there probably the third maybe even the third so they can you know maybe talk about you know the, the past two years and some of their favorite beers um, I tell you, one of mine was Stay Lit. It was the Forbidden Root, the Floyd's Hayes okay. collabo last year. Kind of blew away everything else for me. Nice. That was nice, yeah. And it's a full-on block party, okay. which I like about that thing. So they're kind of uh, pre-Illinois craft they're here to They're here to kick off. So uh, that's the true ICBW. kickoff of that. Yeah. Okay. If you, wanna, if you want to really, like, marry this into, what, a 11 <laughs> or 12-day event, whatever it is yeah. now. Uh, started off with Ultra Fresh. Get tickets. You, those are for sale now. Um, well, they announced it now. Oh, they announced, they announced it. it that okay. it would be the date. Okay. Which is kind of a, kind of a surprise. I think they're kind of saying, "Hey, listen, we know that 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 Thursday is special because that was always the launch. So we're just gonna <laughs> take the reins. And we're gonna keep it special. We're gonna keep it special for you. So right. cheers to them, man. Yeah. Um, then Friday is Buck Beer Under Glass. Yeah. So that'd be Friday the twentieth. Tickets. Twentieth. Tickets are now for sale there, and you yeah. pick up tickets. I believe they haven't sold out. They didn't sell out last year, so I can't imagine that they're going to sell out this year unless yeah. some crazy thing happens. It's an interesting party. Um, it's three hours, not the four hours that most festivals are. Right. So, um, so there's uh, been a, you be said there's that. been a little bit of talk on that. There was an interesting um, there was an interesting uh, thread on the listserv, the okay. uh, the local beer society listserv about. You know, some of the things that they feel should be corrected, you know, mm-hmm. and these are two, basically two nonprofits talking about each other. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I mean, when you go from three hours to four hours, you know, it's kind of tough because that party is so massive that it often, if you didn't get a VIP ticket, it often takes you, you know, maybe more than a half hour, maybe 40 minutes to actually just like get into the party. All right. You Especially know? if you showed up late or after work yeah. or you're just trying to get there. It's far, man. Garfield yeah. Park is far. And it's really the only party, like big party, the only party on the west side, the only party where we go that far west for a festival. Well, dodgeball day. Oh, like, yeah. Sunday and, fun day. Oh, Sunday fun day, yeah. yeah. So you're talking Sunday fun day and that party. Yeah. Oh, the two biggest parties out that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just kind of a difficult thing. Now you're talking the two hours of, of drinking and then it's so, you know, it's a fundraiser. So it's there's quite a few people there. Yeah. So those were some of the concerns of the uh, community at large, if you will, r- around this event. Mm-hmm. So, um, Goose Island should jump on this and know that it's a shorter event. Let's do something at the Barrel Warehouse, which isn't far. 
which some people may have issues walking there. It's not really a neighborhood. I got issues walking it's, from from. But the, Garfield Park isn't necessarily a place that you want to be walking around after drinking and at night. But they are very close. The Garfield Conservatory. That's true. And the Goose Island Barrel Warehouse. They might even be walking distance. They might be. They are. Okay. I'm just saying you might not want to walk around there. People yeah. may feel uncomfortable. But yeah. Goose Island should jump on this and have some sort of party happening at the Barrel Warehouse that Friday night. That's true. That would just be my thought. They got the space for it, and then they could... Um... They have a huge crew of people that would throw down any amount of money just to do something else in that area. I mean, because like once you're all like, you know, you got the lather going and you're feeling good and it's Thursday night or Friday night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're looking for some post-game activities for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But in a perfect world, man. If we were calling the shots, that's what what it would be. It'd be shuttles from Bug to the after party. Yeah. Because after the show, it's the after party. Yeah. And then the next day is the after after party. (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, Sunday is Dark Lord Day, and that's maybe uh, the turnoff. Fuck. Yeah. Or I no, mean, Saturday. Saturday is Dark Yeah, Lord. you're right. Friday bugs, Saturday Dark Lord Day. Um, and that party gets rolling. Basically, it could get rolling at that night, because I know people would show up in RVs, and who knows? I don't, I don't know what happens. I haven't been for so long. I don't know what goes down, but if you're going to bug, and you're thinking about going to Dark Lord Day, you probably... Checked out a little early, or you're like down in Gatorade or Pedialyte. And then Bugs are 80, 80 bucks for VIP, and then which gives you a proper four hour fest. Mm-hmm. And then Dark Lord Day is like close to 200 bucks. So you're probably looking at that and the commitment to both, and you're probably saying, I'm going to pick one. Yeah. And you know, they kind of cancel each other out, which I don't know. Yeah. All right. It's interesting. interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting strategy. I think changing it to make it the day before Dark Lord Day, and then changing Chicago Craft Beer Week to the Illinois Craft Beer Week. It's interesting, to say the least. It is not boring uh, over there. <laughs> you know, they're, they're doing, they're making moves. Yeah, for sure. You know. Um, so those are events and things that are happening here in Chicago. Um, any news that you've come across? Yeah, man, we got a little bit of news. Um, Parsons. Yeah. Uh, Parsons. The chicken place? Parsons, that chicken place. That chicken place. <laughs> that chicken place over in... Um, in Man, what is that? That's Logan. Yeah, humble, yeah. humble Logan. Right on the border. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they have an extra crisp golden ale that's going to be in cans. The artwork on this thing is great. Wait, they have a beer? They have a beer. Um, have, have we jumped the shark here or jumped the chicken? Uh, we're or? just getting started, but <laughs> when a getting... chicken place, when that chicken place has a beer, we are just getting started. Uh, Revolution is uh, is brewing it. Is brewing that beer? Okay. Yeah. Um, we talked about the hop review. Uh, Hopewell, man. Shout out to Hopewell. They have the Clover the Clover Club, which is a raspberry sour in cans. That was a collaboration with the Whistler and, okay. and, and uh, Logan. Uh, that's going to be in cans now. It was on tap only last year. Nice. Yeah. Um, while we're talking about Revolution, let's talk about the uh, their new tap room at White Sox Park. So the um, Revolution Sox Social Tap Room is what it's called. Nice. This is a big deal because it like triples their tap space at Sox Park. But then also, this particular space that they're in was like the Miller Light Club a year ago. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So this is the 200 level. It's located mm. at the stairs above level 157 all summer long at White Sox Park. Man, you can go to a Revolution Tapper. That feeds into my theory. If uh, if Goose Island wouldn't have bought Miller Coors or, or Miller. Uh, AB. 
if AB hadn't went and bought yeah. it, Miller was going to buy Rev. It was setting up for that, yeah, that play. Yeah, that was a rumor. But yeah, I, I wouldn't rule it out, yeah, honestly. I still wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't rule it out because Rev, or you Or Coors know, buys. Yeah, because Rev. Rev now, Rev's in the top 50. You know, they've established their core, mm-hmm. which is anti-hero. And, you know, if, if you know these big big crews wanted to. If big, if Miller wanted to make a proper IPA, they, their argument is, like, if we make a proper IPA, there's going to be shortages across the country for everybody else because that's how much beer we make, right? Yeah. Like, they don't fuck around. So, But I still think that's in play. And Rev is picking up these old Miller spots now. Yeah, it's it's interesting strategy. Like, I, I want to hear what Rev's if, – if Rev were to do, like, a State of the Union or if someone said, I want Rev, I want to hear – what their thought is on it because there's there's two you know you could you could just join you could take your big payday and just officially join Miller who distributes you right and that's what led to the goose AB thing AB distributed goose yeah right and that led to a loan and then that led to 15% and then it led well fuck it we're buying you right yeah but like Rev could either go after Miller handles or they could sell to Miller yeah that's a you know those are those are the two angles and at this point they're kind of like you can distribute our beer, but we're going after your handles, and and we're going to stay independent. Yeah, I don't. I wonder how the community would react to that because that was. Uh, I think uh, we've done this podcast from Miller Coors. Yeah, we those guys are great. She, oh, Lisa she, Zimmer is Lisa Zimmer's the amazing. best. Yeah, you know, and I actually like High Life. <laughs> yeah, we drink High Life. I was drinking some Miller Lights this past week. Mave was like, "Who who are you?" I was but like, if, "I I just I was thirsty." If you're in this town. <laughs> And the three biggest breweries, Lagunitas, Goose Island, and then Revolution, all fucking sell to big beer. Does it lose respect for Chicago breweries on a whole? That's whack as hell. I don't know. That, that, that's, a, that's a deep, uh, that's, deep drunken, stoned conversation. I'm not there. on board. With, I'm not on board with that. <laughs> yeah. So. But this Sox Park thing looks pretty dope. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. And I'm excited for, um, for the good guys because, you know, the team's not very good, but we'll be down there drinking all year. And then not to mention they got the, um, they got the, the uh, Sox Cave on the 100 level behind the behind the bullpen where it's a beer hall that's got 75 beers and cans in and on draft. Nice. So they, they actually have better beer than regular. Okay. So <laughs> better beer and you can tailgate there. Because there ain't really shit to do after Sox games, so you kind of have to tailgate. Right, that's <laughs> you know, true. You can go to Maria's, but that's like a mile and a half away. Uh-huh. Yeah. If it's the weekend, you could down, go down to the, the beach there. There's usually like bands playing uh, and yeah. stuff. Uh, the 31st Street or 30. Third Street revamped, Beach. yeah. Thirty First Street Beach is all yeah. brand new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, because um, you know somebody with a boat over there. Probably. Yeah, yeah, so there's there's bands that play there on the weekends. <laughs> He's like, this is, I have seen it. This is, it is. I am there. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Um, Spiteful Brewing is putting out their uh, Malevolence uh, Chocolate Caliente Russian Imperial Style 2018 is going on tap this weekend at Spiteful. They're next door to uh, Half Acre Bowman Bowmanville. Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's it? I think that's it for news, man. All right. Then that's going to do it for this week's episode. As we mentioned, uh, oh, oh, we got one more thing. One more thing, man. Sorry. Um, a couple weeks ago, Green Flash, who we talk about Revolution, who were in the top 50 for uh, Bruce Association uh, producers, craft yeah. beer producers. Um, that was this year. Last year, Green Flash was in that list. Uh, Green Flash, based in California, announced that they're closing or liquidating their Virginia facility. Right. And then this week announced that they're foreclosing everything. Man, Green yeah. Flash? Green Flash. Ah, that's a that's a bummer, man. They're like 
uh, I'm, I'm very surprised Beer Republic, but their beers in general often were like $5 bombers. Like I remember first drinking, they had uh, amazing sour couple beers. Oh, that's, that's, that's hard. Yeah, man. They, um, Co-America Bank is the uh, largest shareholder for Green Flash. Uh, Co-America Bank has foreclosed on all of Green Flash's loans, saying that they have outstanding debt and poor business health. Poor business health. Man, it's hardcore, man. Yikes. It was real out here. So you're talking about a brewery that was in the top 50 a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And to the point where they expanded to all 50 states as well. Yeah. And they make good beer. They do make good beer. I think guys like Uanita and Green Flash, although their their logos and their their marketing campaigns are just okay, I think their beer was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, um, it looks like they're closing. Yeah. Yeah, because it's probably that wine and spirit industry, you know. They just uh, <laughs> eating away at all of those beer drinkers. Cider, man, cider's Cider. catching up, man. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's that's it for news. That all sucks. right, yeah. so that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, Nick, where can people find you when we're not here? For sure, man. I'm on Twitter at Nicosio, and I'm on Twitter at Brad. Chicago Beer Pass is on Twitter at Chicago Beer Pass. Instagram, I mentioned Chicago Beer Pass. Facebook, Chicago Beer Pass. We're always posting events, other photos that aren't Instagram quality over there. And, yeah, website, chicagobeerpass.com. All the episodes are posted there. Links to the iTunes, Stitcher, the YouTube version as well. And, yeah, stay tuned for our beer or our bar reviews. Keep a lookout for those. Take care. Cheers.